Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A. Fox. I have not one, not two, but three very special guests in here today. We have Fresh and Kiki from episode two. Say what's up to the people. Hey, hey. What's happening? And then we have D here. Hey, Kate. hey, hey. Introduce yourself. They all know you like that. Um... D from Brooklyn. <laughs> as best as I can give you. Brooklyn motherfuckers love telling you how they from Brooklyn. I swear right? to God. That's all they say. Son. I'm from Brooklyn. That's, that's, that's all they do, that. right? We don't do that. We don't be like, we from the X. Nah. We don't do none of that shit. <laughs> yes, y'all do. Yes, y'all do. <laughs> you got that extra. Maybe sometimes. Maybe yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, Not all the time, but maybe sometimes. Anybody from New York or any borough, that's what we do. That's true. That is what we do. We're from in Brooklyn. <laughs> so must, you already be, know what that means. Right. Must be a little <laughs> island somewhere. It's, right. it's, a, it's some island. It's, it's right. a lot of the color blue. It's a lot going on on her side. Have you West Indian crip? One or the other? Or, or both? Or both? Or both? <laughs> There's no in between, really. Or both? Definitely always both. <laughs> always both. <laughs> That's exactly what we have. Well, welcome, D. Well, this show is about to be something. I want to start with um this Beyonce Ivy Park collab because honestly, I that unboxing shit looked fire, and then you realize she giving it to everybody who already got fucking money to get it, and they done had all of the fly shit for a week, and on Friday I went on there and it was sold out in minutes, and that shit was supposed to be coming out Saturday. I said, well, goddamn, nothing can't couldn't get a fanny pack, couldn't get a sock. Sold out. I right, for the for the lost one, which which is me raising my oh, hand. Oh God, he's the, he's the only man here. Yes. So can we can we like remind me and the other fellas that are watching what is this? Ivy so Park Beyonce has an Ivy Park X Adidas collaboration. So Ivy Park is like her athleisure line that she's been trying to kick off, and she you know partnered with Adidas, and they're coming like some fire colors like maroons and oranges, a lot of shit that you wouldn't then come together. Sneakers and or she clothing. Got, Clothing, sneakers, all that. Uh-huh. Shit actually look really fire. Uh-huh. Like, it's definitely way better than the House of Darion. Yeah, oh, no, I wouldn't wear that. Child. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a lot of burgundy. I, and I a lot think, of orange to yeah, me. I, I thought also. she was going to do, like, different colors, but she stuck to, like, one color scheme. Yeah, she didn't do, like, much, but the um the sneakers was fire. Well, I was trying to get them burgundy and orange sneakers. I was trying I was, to get the orange and gray ones, I think. It was, like, whitish gray. No, I was trying. Sold out minutes. Minutes, yeah. I mean, I could understand why she gave it to people that already have money because tr- strategically marketing, those are people that are on social media, that are influential, so it yeah. makes sense. Um, but she didn't need to do it because like, cause it was going to sell out regardless. It was. <laughs> and it was unnecessary. It just, makes yeah. us, it just makes us poor people feel some type of way. I'm not even like in the beehive. 
But a bitch is wanting a pair of sneakers. But it's the era. Yeah, me too. I, I just wanted want a pair of sneakers. And, and because y'all know I love Adidas, so I was going for it anyway. But I, y'all don't think that that is the era now, where everything is collaborative with, yeah, you know, with, yeah. the, with the major clothing line and everybody pushing together. Mm, that's so, true. You know, what I mean, we have plenty though. You know, we have um. Uh, Pusha T collaborate with Adidas. Uh, oh God! Yeah, uh, you got that. Uh, Trapper, Travis. Scott. No, Pharrell too. My favorite, my oh, yeah. most comfortable sneakers are Pharrell. My Pharrells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like it's I, a lot. I, I think it's not just. It's mainly Adidas that's really eating off that. To be when you really think about it, you said Push, Pharrell, Beyonce, Drake was supposed to have one, but Pusha T fucked that shit up. But that's because that's because. Nike is the athletes, and yeah. they need their own. They need their own niche. They need their own way to make money. Oh, because that's true. Makes sense. Good lane. Before they, they wasn't making any money. They honestly, wasn't making the money until they started these. Yeah. All you we know, all we knew in the hood was shell yeah. toes and yeah. tracksuits. Right. They wasn't. Really, they weren't like top tier like that. You understand? Until mm-hmm. they started collab, because that's when they started the Adidas originals, and that's when the Pharrell things came in, and whatever. So that's when the Yeezy and the Kanye, yeah. Yeah. Kanye yeah. came in. So they picked their lane. They were like, "All right, Nike, you can have all that athlete shit. We gonna have." Our little so lane. Yeah. That's true. That's and he was true. able to snatch up a few athletes a because few. of that. that, that yeah, James Harden that, got yeah, yeah, these yeah, deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took that nigga a while to wear them, though. Right. That nigga was wearing <laughs> Jordan not, still. They're not good ball sneakers. They're terrible ball sneakers. But they are super comfy. Yeah, but they're terrible ball sneakers. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're terrible ball sneakers. I used to have some T-Max. And them joints was like, I don't even know how he played in them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna be like, I ain't gonna like, what? Well, this is on a nice little come up, but you know, shout out to Beyonce. Hopefully, you know, let's get another fucking rollout, please. Like, probably another add, two add, weeks. I'll say add a little more color to it, too. The yeah, it's a little different shit. What? Yeah. I, like the only thing I hate about these these collaborations and these things is that you know for a fact that a lot of people are gonna want this, right? Like why, so why do you not make drop? it so limited? I yeah. feel like they only like, sold I, like five sneakers. Right, like I feel like it, that whole creating demand shit is out is out of play now. Like it's, yeah. it's enough now. Like all right, you want to be exclusive, and let's resell it. But who's who you like? That's who you making this money for? Well, that's the, the era. market. Yeah, well, you're right. That's the era right now. Like, it's, it's all about the resell era. It's it's the hype it's the hype beast movement mm-hmm. where, where it's all about I want to be the first one. I want to be the first one with it. And these people are standing on lines. They they got themselves some the technology. Bots. They got the bots to to be able to purchase this stuff online. And they'll keep a pair for themselves. Shit, we bought a bot at one time. That shit did not work out. And yeah. that nigga ended up getting Yeezys off a raffle. Yeah, by luck. Right. By luck, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's just it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you, you stand online and you get them and you get another pair to sell. So you're like, hey, I just spent 250 this. I can sell this for like two grand. Yeah. I done bought my sneakers two it's times It's a come over. up. I didn't hit a lick. And but how does that one. make sense for the manufacturer? How does it that make sense for the company? Like, you're not doesn't. making sense to me. It's, it's, it's making money to an extent. But the hype and the talk around it, it makes it more, the name is in the business. They want you know, it. It makes them want it. Want it. Yeah. You know, you go down to Soho, you go to Kif, you go to the Bape store. Like, Bape just had a collaboration with, um, with um, XO. Uh-huh. Them jackets sold out, like, like that. And uh-huh. snap. And they sell um, Big Sean had some with Bathe and Ape. And they just, re- and then they resell them for like two grand. A varsity jacket, you buy for like 250 $2,500. You hit a lick. And, but I, I'm saying, I can understand that for smaller companies like Kiss and all that, as yeah. Adidas, mm-hmm. a worldwide brand, how you can make so much more money by just manufacturing You're enough. In, yeah, that is making true. enough for people. How does that's this true. make sense and make because, it so limited that it could be sold out? Because if, if I buy my these from um, Adidas, $200, and I'm like, I don't want these no more, and everybody want them, 
that's a thousand. I'm getting the eight. I'm getting like whether that fifty percent markup, whatever that shit is. Either way, I'm getting eight hundred dollars on something I spent two hundred dollars on. That's my profit right there. And guess what? These just got two hundred dollars. Like instead of just like selling a little bit, exactly mass produce it. Produce it, cause me, I didn't even try. I wanted, yeah. There was uh, there was the white, the white suit, the mm-hmm. um, the that the unisex one. I, I was like, oh, that's super cute. And then I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like literally, I looked, I saw it, and I said, it's super cute. I'm not even. Go- I'm not gonna go to Adidas online store. I'm not gonna even look at anything over there, cause I already know it's sold out. It's, it's, so you lost me as a cu- as a customer. They told me to wait in line when I was just looking to see what the fuck was out. <laughs> like it said, you have to wait in line. I'm like, but I I just want to see what the fuck she got. Like that's it. The most I liked about it was the sneakers and her damn grills. Them grills was fire. It's, it's a culture outside of the main company. Yeah, that that they can't fast. and the the main camp, company can't stop that. Right. And what about us? Like us that live the culture. Like I hate Travis Scotts. I don't care. You cannot tell me those are good sneakers. But them shits will always sell over a rack. I hate the look of Travis Scott sneakers. I do not like they, it. They are very expensive. They're super expensive. Yeah. Like I think the only ones I ever liked really was probably them Blue Force. But besides that, them ones that everybody's going crazy for yeah. and pink laces I don't like look them terrible. Either. But they will never sell less than a rack. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these collabs, it's the fact that it's the name that's attached to them. Is why people was going crazy for How about them. the ones that's coming out in April? The Dior Air Force One? Um, them shits is Jordan trash. trash. <laughs> they look like the Air Force Ones we used to wear in 2001. Mm-hmm. When niggas was like, ooh, I'm going to put Gucci checks on this <laughs> fake-ass Dapper Dan-ass uptown. <laughs> and no offense to Dapper Dan. That nigga's a legend. No offense to Dap. I'm not, not even trying to play him. But that's some Dapper Dan-style shit that we used to do. We used to go right to, um, we used to go to um, Southern Boulevard yep. or somewhere else. True. And y'all probably went to Albee Square. I don't know how Brooklyn people speak. Well, one, but two, five, <laughs> one, two, fifth. And go, no, I want the Gucci uptowns. So, no, good and goddamn well, those ain't real Gucci. <laughs> but we going to get the Gucci uptowns with the check. And that's what them D-Hoes look like. And they already starting at two. What are they going to start at two and they ain't going to end up at three grand? Right. But they are trash. It doesn't matter. It's the culture. Recycle it's the culture. bin trash. It's, it's, it's the art of, if, if I'm saying this right, exclusivity. Yeah, you know, you're everybody right. want to be exclusive. I think we all, in our own rights, want to be exclusive. Like, yo, I got this. I know nobody ain't got this. Yeah, like, you I can't got, tell I know, me that on my off. I know, I know, I know, hands down. I know, hands down. And this is and this is true facts. I know I got a Vanson in my closet. I know nobody got this in. First off, this Vanson is the most fire Vanson I've seen in quite some time. He's had it for at least six years. I have not six seen years. him wear it. We talking about since I was nineteen. You still ain't wearing that long. I mean, I wore it in between time. I've never seen you wear it. I've known you for 11 years now. I had that shit since I was 19, so we talking about like 2000. Fire Vancing. Like a Vancing Vancing. <laughs> like, I, I didn't took a picture in it, and it ain't even mine. Like, I want, <laughs> I wanted the tunnel to come back, and I was like, I'll wear your Vancing. Let me wear your Vancing. Yo, this shit's fire. I've never seen him in it. Ever. But he also is like the biggest fashionista I know. He's a whole diva. I love you. Yeah. He's a boy. But he's a real diva. Don't nobody got more salmon pants than him. I'm, I'm going to just throw that out here. There's really like two pairs. Though. You have four pairs. I've been in your closet. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk important things because, you know, our country's going to hell in the handbasket. Cory Booker has dropped out of the presidential race. So that means we have no black candidates. Our president will not be black this time around if we thought it could. Yeah, but Cory Booker 
He wasn't it. Yeah. He, <laughs> he didn't have a chance. Yeah. I didn't see that happening. We're going to get like a full black president. But why? I don't like the fact that him and Kamala dropped out because they ran out of money. I know it's like expensive to run for presidency. But it make me feel like you trying to say black people broke. Like, like they, I think like, I think with Kamala, it was just it was a little bit more than that. She was coming for um, Biden a lot. She she was doing a lot of underdog shit. She no, but Joe was making it so easy to get at him, um, son. But nah. she was being disrespectful. At the end of the day, he was still our vice president, and it's just certain things that you say and you don't say. And she was she was getting out of line. And this one, Booker, he he just doesn't have a chance. Half the time, I wonder, does he even know what he's talking about? That's how I feel about Joe. What you got to say about that, D? I just think that, like, with, with Kamala, unfortunately, she ran out of money because black people wasn't supporting her. They just wasn't feeling her. Yeah, I wasn't feeling her. I wasn't and most either. people wasn't feeling her. And a lot of people, like, so some of the analysts be like, oh, they wasn't feeling her because they kept bringing up her, um, her prosecutorial records or whatever the case may be, which... We're black people, we're not that simple and we're not that dumb. We understand when a prosecutor has to do their job to put... A, to, if somebody breaks the law, they go to jail, black, white, or the other. So to, to, to boil it down to an issue to say, oh, because she was a prosecutor, black people are not feeling her. That is bullshit. That we, wasn't that. It wasn't that. We're not feeling her because, number one, we felt she was phony. And she, very, she was not genuine. Right. At all. We felt she was phony, so we felt She lied about and, nothing. And, right. And <laughs> exactly. she candid too much. And it's like, you know what she reminded me of? Literally, it was like that, like... If you if you like if like if you a New Yorker or whatever the case may be and you got that like one southern auntie that grew up like the Southern Belle and just judge everything you do. Okay. Yeah. Phaedra. Right. She's yeah, like Phaedra. right. That just judge everything. That's how she comes off to me. Yeah. Like she just Like, judged, oh, like, y'all was out there smoking. smoking that that, yeah. <laughs> and then and then but then how when she dare you. But then when she come wanna be cool with you, what you smoking? You I used to smoke that back in my day. Right. She just And that, that was her. That's mm-hmm. how she felt. And that exactly to me. She was felt her. mad judgy. She felt that's just how she so felt. So what was Corey's issue? And Corey was pandering. Corey pandered too much. All in the Kool-Aid. Don't even know the flavor. They, like they I was rooting for him at first because he, you know, he fake turned Newark around. And that's, I know about that because that's like, you know, Chastain area shit. Corey Booker did not fake turn Newark around, but he did. He had good people around him to help him make Nigga, I said fake. Right. (laughs) I didn't say for real. Like, he didn't really do it. I I know he fake turned it around. He always, he did not pay Newark any mind. He always had national aspirations. That's true. Always. That's true. Because, I mean, I feel like Barack always had national aspirations, but... He did look out for Chicago, right? When it happened, but no, but not Corey. like Book Booker literally used it, it was like the mayoral Newark thing was just like a stepping stone, mm-hmm. was just literally a stepping stone for him to get where he was going. And he paid no no mind to Newark. He just had the right people in place so, okay. to give him that look. All right, but he was mad. Like he was too pandering. He was too. He was like a. Like a big cartoon character. <laughs> my, mama, my mama in the kitchen when the peas is boiling, you knew something's hot. Like, what's <laughs> Man, like a young Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Sounds stupid. You can't cook with cold grease, okay? <laughs> you just sound I'm saying stupid. Just like the stupidest shit. I'm just saying, I just feel like it's looking real bleak out here for us again. I mean... It's I'm, looking bleak in these streets. I mean, but I mean, you a Bernie. You, you've been for I'm, Bernie I've been right, for right, Bernie right, since right. day one. I don't care what nobody tell I me. Paul's feeling burnt. Paul's like... <laughs> because I, I'm... He's real. The one thing I like about Bernie that everybody was not fucking with him when he said, 
reparations aren't something that he sees that can happen. Which is true, though. Because my hard. thing is, don't sell me bullshit if you know the prices. Everybody over here, that, that was their main line for like a good month and a half. <clears throat> we going to reparations. We going to try reparations. He, he literally said, listen, it doesn't seem conceivable to do it. But Which is true, though. It's very hard to, to do that. Here's the thing that happens with Bernie, right? People love honesty until you tell them something honest. That they don't want to hear. Right. That's right. And, and that's, that's it. And that's it. Bernie's going to be honest through and through. And he's been, his message, if you look at him, he was old in 1975. So he's been old for 1975 is about 2012. <laughs> he's been old for a long time, but he's had the same consistent message every single but time. But you know what? They say that about message. Bernie. Sorry. They, Sorry. they say that about Bernie. Like, oh, he's too old. But him and Trump is like a year or two no, apart. They, no, they're like three years apart. But think about it. It's look at Bernie. But if you look at Bernie, you look at Trump. Trump looked more susceptible yeah. to a heart attack than anybody that I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, he definitely just looked like, listen. It's just, it's just that he bounces around more. Mm-hmm, Bernie, Bernie just carries And Bernie got a head full of hair, still. He tried to burn him and comb over shit. But, <laughs> all right? So, so, what do you guys think about, like, the slide of Biden? I think, I don't think Joe's giving me enough, B. Me either. Mm-hmm. Joe got to do more. And the fact that this president out here just impeaching himself over just talking shit about Joe and trying to find shit about him. I'm like, nigga, that is not the person you need to worry about because he's not giving me nothing. He has no This power. last debate, mine was the most impactful for him, and he still didn't do shit. Right. Like, because the first couple ones, it's like, Joe, what's happening? But, you going you going through the Alzheimer's? But what is, but, but who's his votes? Like, where are they coming from? Because he's still number one. So who's, who? I mean, he's a fine-ass old white man. No. Like, Child, you saw so, him back in the day when he was young? He was fine. Joe, come and get it by yes. this. <laughs> Exactly. He was a good looking white man. Come and get this body. Hello. Hello. I looked at him. I'm like, that was like Zach. I said, that, I said that ain't, that ain't Biden. I had to zoom in. Like, that ain't Biden. Yo, hey, you. Papa Joe. <laughs> hey, hey. Son, that's what my daddy. you have had. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's a daddy my real name. daddy. What's your daddy look like? No. <laughs> <laughs> he in Jamaican. You might have him. This Democrats. Yeah. So that's why I was... Okay. He's the safest bet. It's, it's a Democrat system that they know they're comfortable with him and that's who his votes is coming from. So, like, the more progressive, like, with Sanders and Warren, the thing is is that they're coming for people money. And I don't care how much you want to be as progressive as you want to be. Those... <clears throat> millionaires and billionaires when they start hearing you're coming for my money that's a problem it's a problem mm-hmm. they're yeah. not they're not they're not gonna back them well you know what thank you for that segue because you said millionaires and billionaires so um according to lonnie love on the real the talk the, the real, real right the real. Yo, all these women shows i'm a womanist i'm not a feminist so let's just get that out here with too many fucking talk shows um the real she explained that when it comes to not only black men, but rich black men, that they're susceptible to cheating and because of slavery. She had like a motley crew of bullshit excuses as to why black men cheat. But and she's completely la- off on But word to Nipsey last time that I fucking checked, a lot of rich white men definitely are not faithful to their women. Well, this is not a black or white. It's not black or white, period. Men you cheat because you want to. Niggas cheat. cheat. People going to cheat. Men, 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 and women. Cheap. According to Gerard Carmichael, 
with your tax bracket, you are more reliable to cheat. Right. So if you make well, over a hundred thousand, one hundred fifty thousand, you cheating. If you make over one hundred fifty thousand a year, your wife knows your mistress by name. Well, that's, I that's, think that's a real thing. That's <laughs> based off entitlement. That sounds. <laughs> that's based off entitlement. Yeah, because yeah. you feel like you if you bring if you if you're over here bringing bring home the bacon. the bacon and buying the groceries mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you feel like you know what I'm entitled to do this. Yeah. That's the same thing that Tiger Woods was saying when. He got caught up. Yeah. And his his little scandal or whatever the case That's may be. That's a black man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 everybody does it. Right. Like, there's no, there's I, no, there's it's no not black men. Uh, yeah. It's not black men. It's cheating men. Cheating is cheating. It's relationships. Yeah. I, one of the things that I've always heard, and like men have always said this, is like, you're as faithful as your options. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, the more options you are, the more capable you are, and the more women are coming for you, you're going to take those options. And money wins the day. When you have a lot of money, there's going to be a lot of people around you for a myriad of reasons. And it's yeah. always going to be That's true. capability of, like, throwing pussy. Like, and, and, and it's but so much after a while, you're going to say no. After a but while, you're going to take it. What's and, the saying? A man's character is based on how much he has. Like, basically, if he got all that money, he's going to fuck around. If he don't have nothing... He's going to be the nigga you need him to be. That's out here that uh, But with women, it's it's, it's almost different, huh? That's it. That's that's messed up for the men that has accumulated wealth and automatically stay faithful. You know, what about this? What about men that's out here that's actually Obama is one of the most powerful men in the world. I ain't never heard nothing about him. LeBron, I've never heard anything about LeBron. I ain't never heard nothing about Nipsey Hussle either. I ain't never heard nothing about Nipsey. I've heard um, RIP. We've heard about Melo. But <laughs> but but I we gonna stop we gonna stop putting that to me that stigma of black men cheating let let's stop that period cheating is cheating it's not it's not susceptible just so to black men. So here's the thing, but also you gotta realize that Lonnie is also dating a white man right now. Yeah, and I think but she dating the oppressor because when she bought because <laughs> that's my problem she bought slavery into it and she like because of slavery and this that and third. I gotta hear it. You bought you literally fucking like, the what slave she said, What she saying? She was just basically a lot saying of that on saying a network. That. Where it's out there. What you on Channel Seven? No, she's on Fox Five. Fox Five. I mean, you still that's on even worse. Network. That's like the most racist network but ever. You on a major network, so you want to say something to to basically kind of like coincide with who you're working for right. to basically to make it seem like it's nice for them to be like, okay, well, this person's on our side and they feel that this way because they're pointing out the objective and on the black man, I and it's not fair. I just, it's not. I, like again, I had I didn't hear it, so I'm, I don't know exactly all of the context of what she said. Mm-hmm. But I've been seeing that she's she's been feeling some kind of way. She's receiving backlash from the black community because she's dating this white man. So I think she's lashing out like, well, I'm dating this white man because black men be uh, cheating in this end of it. But my thing is, but my thing is, but you also exactly. you you sometimes listen. I ain't saying like every nigga's an angel. But if you keep attracting dog ass niggas, it's something about your pussy that is navigating them there. And some women just got bad pickers. Yeah, they pick bad men. You that's just you because of who you attracted to, what you like, and mm-hmm. who what, what, yeah. what, what is it? What is the famous term amongst everybody? You like what you like, right? right. That's true. So, and this what comes along with what you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, I just feel I like, I just feel like she shouldn't have like pinned it on black men. It was men. a bad move on her. It's definitely about a bad move. black men like that. It was, it was a whack move. You see my sweatshirt? Yeah, I mean, Z got his shirt that say "Black Men Are Dope," and I, I agree. I'm here for it. Yeah. I agree. She, I love my it was black kings. A move on her part. It was definitely a sucker move being on that type of network, having that type of platform, and say. saying that I hate, I hate shit like that. When the demographic is white, predominantly white, and you say things that you know disparage us. Still understand. 
read the room of where you at. You yeah. Don't knock us. And out the, the clapping bothered me because there's a lot of white women in that audience. Just the clapping it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know why? Because there's people out here that share the same skin tone as us that's doing the job for the oppressors. Yep. Yep. And that that was her to me. That was her. I couldn't respect that. And then she now she's on some like. Um, Y'all need to go be happy and and get into a relationship because y'all just hating because I'm happy with my See? man and it's just like nah you hating. nah what you did was you literally singled out every black woman who's with a man who's mm-hmm. probably successful and say yo successful rich ass man cheats yes you, you so of course I won't be offended of course you somebody's gonna be just offended a in a really long time you know when people yeah when she finally get a man yeah, I, don't know and I got a man bitch <laughs> right and now she gets to talk her right. shit nobody yeah. wanna hear that please. So no, I got um I, I just want y'all to know that I'm kind of surrounded by like three Gi- Giants fans because I'm a Patriots fan. Everybody else in here is a Giants fan. So y'all up. may hey, fuck with hey. him still. Y'all may not. I don't know. I can't. I can't te- check the temperature on that yet. But Odell. Odell slapped a cop's ass for whatever reason. That was funny. He slapped his ass and said, get the cat, nigga. I don't know <laughs> first of all, I don't know why a black man would play with a cop like that in the first place. Death wish shit or maybe rich nigga shit. I don't I know. Like but he slapped that nigga. He slapped his ass and said, get the cat. I'm like, oh, this, this escalated quickly. You know the LSU song is something about get the gat, and I'm like, do they understand? That's the, the song. Yeah, there's the, the theme song is something about getting the gat. Oh yeah, and it was just in the white. Yeah, that's what that was. And it was this lady, this white lady in the dress doing all of this about get the gat. Oh, like, yes. probably, it's probably something here? down down south in the in the culture. But get the gat. Really yeah. First of all, we don't even say gat no more. Is it 1997? Is this New York on the cover? I mean, that's Louisiana. Right. That's we true. Up in New York. But right. the, damn, they twenty. Odd years behind. I mean, the gas is different down here. But the gas. Stop. What, what, what's stop, more, because well, people, no, stop. Because there's people in Queens that still say Dunny or whatever. <laughs> First of all, we cannot. When it comes to Queens, I have nothing to say. I don't know what they do. Queens don't like Queens, so I don't say nothing about Queens. No, Queens don't like us. Queens don't like Queens. Every rapper from Queens that died died in Queens. Queens don't know who they are. Every Queens rappers kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> so Queens, Queens don't, don't like Queens. I cannot. I cannot speak on behalf of Queens at all. But I mean, I feel like he was wilding. They did drop the warrant. They did. But at the end of the day, well, I feel gonna, like he was wilding. But we're not going to talk about how he was eyeing him. Like, he put that in his peripheral, and he was, like... Like, he yes. was waiting to slap his ass. So, like, like that, that bothered me more than anything. Yeah, he definitely gave he him was, the, the was, come hither look. Like, he was, like, he was all his mood, high-fiving people that he turned around, he seen something nice. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> and he eyed it and then did that, and then backed up and did a couple of dance moves and looked at him, like... Like that, First that of all, one thing Odell gonna always do is a dance move. Yes, yeah. you know he busts out of the move. He gonna always do a dance. Move. So he seen something that he liked and he did it. So he liked. He was wild. He was wild. I, 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 I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm a guy, and I, you know, you see something, you be like, oh wow, that's something nice. But you know but, but a cop. But that, I mean, hey, <laughs> whatever I'll, floats your boat. Like, whatever floats I'll, your boat, I'll, man. I wasn't, um, I didn't see the whole thing, but they like. There's definitely times he looked like he was drunk or something. Like, nah, he was, he was wasted. He and he was giving them bread. Mm-hmm. You know that's frowned upon. They hate when you know college no, it's, athletes it's have money. No, it's a, it's a, 
I know. I hate that violation. God that. forbid they have more than ramen noodles tonight. Well, no, but all he got to do is like, all he got to do is say, no, no, I'll pick that all up and put it back in my pocket. Yeah. They'll, they'll easily blow that over. Yeah. But yeah, he, yeah I, I feel like he was, he was doing a Yo, bit and much. And I really thought they was going to turn into a race thing. Like, he's a black really man. Nah, he's he's, uh, Odell, Odell, as, as, as dope of a football player he is. He's a he's a naive superstar. Yeah, he is. Very, he's a naive very, superstar. And very he, much so. He's very out of touch. But that's what happens when when very. it's with athletes. Athletes, when you're always told that you're great, when you're always told that you do things and and you do things above the law, and you can't be touched. You can't be touched. Certain things you do, we feel like it can't happen. No. And you know what? Y'all love y'all. Y'all we make my right segues amazing, one. son. <laughs> Thank you. Because guess what? That Aaron Hernandez doc. Son was wildin', he but was wildin'. the he thing about that documentary, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to hold nobody, I'm skeptical. If I was on that jury, I can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did those crimes. I'm not saying he wasn't bugging out, I'm not saying he didn't have it in him, I'm saying they ain't prove enough to me that he was a killer, and the whole gay backstory, I don't know what that was about, but it seemed to me... Like, they was really just trying to, like, throw whatever they could at the whole situation. Because the minute he died in jail, the first thing I said was, oh, this is a movie. Like, that's the first thing I thought. I mean, to be fair to the jurors, they, they went through a two-week trial that wasn't included in the doc, right? Yeah. So, there's probably a lot more things in that that they got to see. And they, we probably would have been seeing it like, oh, yeah, he killed them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we killed him. So, I mean, to be fair to them, it may be a lot more that we just didn't see in a documentary. But, like, so I was, I, 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 I didn't watch it. Fox sent me, was like, we're going to be talking about that means I should grab a drink. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, we're gonna watch the Aaron. We're gonna talk about the Aaron and Hernandez doc tomorrow. So I was like, all right, let me rush and watch this so I can speak about it intelligently. And like, it was the first, the first thing that really made me um question. Like, I'm like, oh, he's he not wired too tight. Like, there's something, there's something up with this kid. Was which one? When he had the first phone call, it was with the first phone call with his um with his uh girlfriend and. He said, I'm, I'm shaking right now, I'm trembling. And she was like, what's wrong? And he was like, I'm just so upset. Um, I'm just so upset about, you know, I, I almost got into it with someone. And I'm tra-. she was like, well. You can't talk about how people yeah, think. That yeah, that racism. She was like, well, well, was it a fight or whatever? He was like, yeah. She was like, um, what she said, was it over a game? Like, she knew him so well. And he was like, yeah, it was over a game. She was like, you have to let these things go, blah, 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 blah. And then it made me realize that he overreacts to everything. everything. Yeah. So that means that he has no filter on. He does not understand how to process things. He does not understand how that this is not a big deal. He does not have that that mechanism in his mind. And then I was like, you know what? This sounds like something that I read about. And I looked it up and it was like... um borderline personality disorder or something yeah like that, I heard that where you just don't like you process things just differently so i'm like if he has that and then he also like has all this traumatic shit in his childhood and then he has cte or whatever he's just like a clusterfuck of things that's gonna create this person right here yeah well, we look at it right and he grew up in a pretty much in a stable home but it's an he did but he grew up in an aggressive abusive home Right. At the same time. Yeah, his father. And he was very structured, um, revered his father. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his father was his basically his captain and kept him in line. Yeah. And when yeah. he lost that, right. 
Now he's out of compound. No, not only not not only him losing that, but compounded with his mother. You know, banging out his yeah. cousin's husband, his yeah. cousin's husband, right which, with them. with with that. He Moving was already close in. with his cousin. Yeah, he was already close with that cousin. Right. It 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 was a big deal on him. Yo, and then she brought him to the trial. Like he was yeah. sitting with this man at the trial, and yeah. I'm thinking like all of like this doesn't make sense to the mother. Like you don't see that this is the all disconnect. Up. Yeah, you don't get it. Come on, mom. Like I, it ain't all her but, fault. But it's see, not all her fault. She doesn't see it because she was there taking the brunt of the abuse. Right. So for her, she yeah. was just there for the kids. But she probably yeah. hated her husband. She yeah, definitely he did. had to hate her husband. So now she she went to somebody um, that comforted her. Yes, exactly. Her. But yeah. also, also, I don't think yeah. the mother was wrapped too tight either. She really yeah. was. Like just the conversations that she had with him just it didn't, didn't seem maternal to me yeah, too. It wasn't. It didn't seem maternal to it me at all. Like oh, I'm gonna come for the first. I'm not gonna come the whole entire time. I'll come the first couple of days and then you know and then i'll come on the end when it's closer to being over yeah. it's just like if that's your kid and you love your kid you there every single day yeah and that was the issue you know she because just, well she knew probably what type of kid this dude was mm-hmm. becoming because of the fact that the disconnect happened from earlier this wasn't just something that happened right. after the murders where he got caught up right. this is something that happened earlier when he decided not to go to yukon yeah, and he's not going to Florida. Go to Florida, where he was spending more time at the cousin's house and and living that lifestyle that was happening over there. Mm-hmm. And then what happens after that? You know, yeah. he he's he's on his own now. He's making money, and there's no filter on him because mm-hmm. there's no structure behind him. Somebody be like, "Yo, dude, chill." Yeah. The only person I probably could have told him to chill after his pops died was his cousin. Mm-hmm. The cousin was probably there the for only him, one he could turn him, to, cared for him and everything. But at the same time, enabling him into a lifestyle that. He took on. She seemed like some of this whole street hood rat. Yeah, because like, rem- remember like- when when he got the forty million though, his mom's like, "All I told you was give me a million now, so I can be set for life." And he's like, "But you acting like they gave me forty million dollars in my hand that day." Right. That's not how it works out. Like you could tell, like she wasn't all about her son, but that hood ass cousin was. Mm-hmm. That hood ass cousin was able to sit here and be there for him the way that she didn't. I don't know if she couldn't or if she didn't want to be. Right. But I know whatever way it was. And I don't knock her I don't knock her loyalty, but here's the thing that happens. And like you don't like you don't learn it until you become a grown up with your own child, right? Yeah. It's just like when you running around and you doing whatever you're doing, like that cousin may seem like the coolest thing in the world yep. to you. Yeah. Like she rides. I eat she's over there, I can like smoke some weed. weed. <laughs> and it's the coolest thing in the world, but you're Absolutely. not realizing that a parental structure is needed to create a productive person in society. Absolutely. But if you don't have that parental figure, that, that discipline, that discipline that said, no, that's not right. And then that, that, that's okay. Why. D you preaching about that. <laughs> you are preaching on that. <laughs> when your kids don't have structure, and everything is, everything out of line. goes, gets fucked everything up. Everything is out of line. Yeah. Because us as parents, that's what we're here for. We're, we're not here to make many uses. We're here to produce like, um, a, people who have their own minds and functioning part of society. Yeah. Like, right. You're not out here doing killing people and doing crazy things. You're a good, productive part of society, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely so, right. So I don't think, like, I don't like. It's not to say that the cousin influenced him to do bad things, but she just didn't check him on the wrong things, which is yeah. what he needed. Like Chris was saying, that's true. And I feel like when it comes to all the stuff he did and all the, you know, the dirt that he was got away with, maybe didn't get away with. It was it was a lot to still be explained in that documentary yeah. and give us the full story, cause like I said, I didn't feel like 
I feel like he could have did it, but I also feel like someone else could have did it. They uh, didn't give me too much I'm not, guilt. I'm, I'm not saying like that he his did. His lawyer could have did a better job. In that second that lawyer was amazing, though. No. Absolutely. That Absolutely. second lawyer got him off that double homicide because so smooth. The lawyer could have been like, all of this may be true, but we don't know who pulled the trigger. Yeah, at the end of the day. To the day, right. we still don't know. Right. Yep. But, like, for all that being said, and, and you're absolutely right, you know, him not having somebody to check him. Mm-hmm. Made just, all the difference. It made all the difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went to Florida and, you know, even the coach was was, was sweeping stuff under the rug for him. Right. And the coach he, was like as as religious as you could get. Yeah, but, but as long as you're talented. Yeah. Football is king. <laughs> yeah, you know, ball is king, man. As right. long as you can ball and it's shown. I mean, mm-hmm. we got we got people that is that's that's way off. I can't even say worse than him because we. I mean, that's I don't know, man. But you know, you got people that's been in situations similar. And of course, because you because you could ball, you know, you get the slap on the wrist. That's and true. also, like to take a look at it, like you said, there's so many people. Like the the stark difference between the things that happen in the NBA and the things that happen in the NFL. You guys, ha- they have to start taking a look at this. Like there's so much you breed all of this violence in this environment, and then and then you now you gotta come home and not right. hit your wife, right? Like, <laughs> like no, I'm just saying they teach you how to hit to hurt somebody. They cult they cultivate that violence in you. Yeah. Like when my son was younger, he used to play. Um, football, like he used to play the Pee Wee football or whatever the case may be. And there's plenty of times that I had to curse out the other team because they were teaching the kids to hit dirty. Yeah. Same they, thing with my nephew. My nephew AJ did it this year and they was like the, sorry, but the Brooklyn team, that I didn't know the name of it. No, but they were playing was, dirty. Yeah. Like they was knocking these and kids out. And it's also, it's always the, the teams that have the, the, like the most fathers that show up, the fathers, the mm-hmm. one that's the coach or whatever the case may be. And they cultivate this violence in these yeah. kids. To express hit him hard, make sure he don't get past you. If he get past you, to To express it on 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 the field. But that those kids keep that with them off the field. It's hard to turn off the switch, especially when you're a kid. It is, especially when you're a child. You barely function in normal things. Yeah, that's true. Very true. You building you building young warriors to to be tough. You know when you hurt, keep going. Right. Yeah. If it's broken, so what? Get back. So what? You you you'll fix it at the end of the game. At the end of the game, but it's all about the win. Because the wind brings money. And that, that's right. exactly money and credibility. what it was. Yeah. Right. So, like, with that, with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like RIP to him, RIP to all the families involved, though. Cause... Yes, and everybody's split on this. There's some people that's like, they don't feel sorry for Aaron, and then there's some people that say they do. So, it's like... I was, I was on the fence with him, but once I saw what happened to his brain at the CTE, for him to have such an advanced case of CTE, and at he was only age. 26 years old. At that age. Right. I asked when I I had empathy at that point because your brain is your goddamn brain. You have one. Right. In all honesty, though, I kind of feel sorry for the family of the victim. I feel sorry for them, absolutely. But but in particularly in 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 Odin Lloyd. In reference to this documentary. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because if you did a whole documentary on somebody that killed my brother, Mm -hmm. we. No. Yeah. We we tearing this whole town. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel you. like no, I don't. We are not. You don't want to relive that. That it's just, but it's not okay. He killed someone. Yeah. Right from that angle, like he killed my my relative for no reason, and I also like me also when I read this uh, the, when I watched this and the first thing um they said was that he was twenty three years old and it hit me so hard because yeah. I know twenty three year olds are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you Absolutely. know what I mean? Like twenty three year olds are stupid, so it hit Especially me. Especially so. when you're an athlete, you got money thrown so at it, you, pussy thrown at I'm you. I'm immediately just... feeling sorry for him. So when I so yeah. in that I'm like, yo, this gotta be fucked up for the family because now there's so many people 
that is and feeling he had sorry for this all kid. the opportunity in the world. Right, that's feeling now feeling sorry for this kid that killed someone. Yeah. Because yeah. it's almost discrediting the person that, that got killed. That it got is. Killed. It is. It's like, it's like dying the same day Michael Jackson died. Like, no, it, and, it's and we didn't find out. We didn't find out Michael Jackson died hours later. No, it was all about her. And then, and then Michael Jackson died. We forgot all about Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. It's like it's stuff like that. It's like when when it's a celebrity involved, it's going to overshadow it. And I think that that's terrible because they, they said that cause it, the exactly because what the thing is, he may be a nobody to you, but he's somebody that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that man deserves better. And, and the the messed up part about who he killed allegedly. Was the two? It, it, it was Which two one? The sisters. double homicide? Or the, no, oh yeah, the guy Odin Lloyd. It was like the, his they were sister, sisters. His, his fiance's sister's boyfriend. So now the so sisters he's pretty much family. So you looking at the yeah. you looking at this? She's on one side. The other sisters on the other side. It was just. It Would was you just be loyal to him in that situation? <sighs> you know what's so sad? I got brothers. So when it comes to my brothers, I'm I'm team them regardless of whatever happens. I don't have a sister. I don't know what that bond is like. I don't know what they were like before that. It seemed like they was close. Right. And at she first. said on stand. Yeah. She, it, she didn't even say yeah. they weren't close. She just couldn't bring herself. She couldn't. Cause she it, couldn't yeah, bring herself to her lie about that. that. But she didn't also didn't want to turn on. And then the other, exactly. Because guess what? Regardless of what. At that time, he was still in line to get $40 million. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to sell my sister out for $40 million. But I, I got a daughter. I'm not. Man. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know what to tell You've you. Because I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. I've been. Years. I've been rocking with him since high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's my sister, man. But that's not. That's not. He's not nothing to me. Not, right. <laughs> like I'm brother. sorry to say it, but yeah. he ain't nothing to me. And he also can't put forty mil in my account at this point. I don't know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't rock with him, but I, I can't say I'm like, oh fuck my sister. Nah. I'm. I'm gonna have to be on his side. I'm gonna have to sit there like and do whatever I gotta do, cause and if I think he didn't do it, I'm I'm be team him. And, but, and then at one point she was sitting she there by herself it when she carried the bag out with the box. First of all, when she said, "I don't know," that's a gun. Clearly, <laughs> she that was a gun, and she had that plausible deniability. She was say it wasn't. She was, trying to ride out. She was almost like, "Child, oh, we could do a show on that documentary alone." To be honest, yeah. cousin, we both to move on a while ago, but we gotta keep this going. The cousin rode out on cancer on cancer on her deathbed. Yeah, the cousin rode out. She was in contempt for she's months with an oxygen tank. She was a rider in chemo, and she's like, "Now nah, I'm good." Yeah, shout out to her. He had a yeah, lot of right? he shout had a lot of people willing to ride. Shout out to the cousin. Shout out to Tanya. R.I.P. Her. Yeah, she definitely died too. Oh, but yeah. I don't she think did. at his core he was a bad person. She died before he died. I don't think so. Yeah, he just had definitely. bad. He he had like he had so, bad shit to deal. He didn't. I feel like he didn't know how to react to things. That, that borderline um, personality disorder. It really like it really fucks with you. You cannot. Pro- you you think that? Terrible, so you're saying that he? You have terrible decision making. But it's not his fault. I, I can't say it's not his fault, but I'm. Just I saying, can because with the CTE when they yeah. did the brain thing. Remember, is, he is 26 yeah. years old. They said the the type of what's the word of damage that his brain was. Mm-hmm. They said it wasn't. This wasn't over a couple years, a couple months. This is for the past decade. Yes, it was. Well, you spent the past football. decade. But this is what I'm saying. His brain was shrunken. Your frontal lobe it does your decision making. It determines how you're going to react to things. And again, like you just said, football is violence. All they teach you how to do is be violent. I'm not saying excuses, but I'm saying if your brain don't work right, yeah. you're going to do some shit. That makes you psychotic. Like you can't, Absolutely. like, like for normal people, for us, it'd be like, why can't you just walk away from that? Like, yeah. you have that 
come because up, we from have that thinking, thing. Yeah, and like you can't, like you can't walk away from certain things. And that's, that's why I'm saying, as soon as she said, "Was it over a game?" That means that she know him so well. This is a thing that he does, and he was shaking, right? Shaking, right. and she, she was like, "Are you so serious, Aaron?" Right. Right, and it's just like everyone like we. It's easy for us to sit and be like, "Oh, why can't Judge. you just walk away?" But yeah. If you don't, if, if that's you, not how your brain, brain processes, works, you can't help that shit. And he his immediate go to in every instance is violence. Yeah. Violence. Someone yeah. messes up his his drink or whatever. It doesn't matter if I had it on a two dollar pair of he shoes. He's popping off. It's violence. So, so like so the, my thing about that is so now you know we all about the mental health and all that do you think maybe his mother should have gotten him therapy as his mother was too busy fucking she was too busy fucking this is my thing about her she was getting her head bashed in too she was getting her head bashed in but (laughs) how many people got mothers who was abused and they still mothers though i can't i can't knock her how many people got mothers that got their head knocked off their shoulders so their kids don't get their head knocked off their shoulders yeah, but I'm saying... You know saying, what I'm saying? She could have did a better job at being I, a parent, She could have got him into therapy, no. or them, the boys, into therapy. And he said that. He said, yo, you fucked me up. Yeah. He literally said, he said, if you was in front of me, I'll punch you in your fucking face. Which that is was not crazy. a normal reaction. That's not normal. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said that to their mother. That you say right? to your mother. You pissed off at your mother, and your first reaction is violence. If like, I saw you, I'll punch you in your mother's like, fucking like, face right this, now. And this is what I'm saying, right? For people that watch this, like... How can people say, oh, he was just a wannabe thug? Like, are you not watching this? Are you he not, was a real nigga. Are you not processing this? <laughs> that nigga like, was an actual gangster. No, people, people he's like, not oh, trying to be. Just a wannabe the and, main guy said, oh, he won't be trying to be some fake gangster. from a privileged environment. You and think no, he's trying no, to be fake? This, is, this was him. He was really based doing off of that life shit. of structure, his him playing football he and him always to having the on, on the button. Patriots. He was, his foot time. was on the gas and it was always on go. It, That's what it I was. I think the Patriots stopped shit. Not even trying to be a Patriot fan. Bill Belichick runs his shit. Everybody knows you ain't got to like shit. him. Tight he shit. runs that shit. We win. We don't do shit but win over here. That's it. If you can't go to practice, you can't be on my fucking team. If you can't do this, this, this. That boy was chilling. And every murder he committed was in the summertime, off season. But, but, he but killed that, nobody in the winter. You're absolutely, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. But it plays into the, into, into what Chris is saying is that he his the, that father figure that he had returned when he was on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that was the discipline. Hello. That's what he needed. You, another thing that happened when I when I first watched it when he said I'm chilling in the in, in the jail cell like this is nothing to me or whatever. Yeah. He's like it's fine. The girl um his cousin was like. Because you got that structure, you need that structure. No, that was his mother who his, said that. Yeah, it was his, his mother said you his, need that, that structure. structure. He's he like, yeah. like, yeah, and that's who he is. If you don't put him in structure, he has no decision making skills. He does messed up things. Yeah, he does fuck up shit. That's true. Damn. People don't look at it like this is what I'm saying. This is how you know when people actually watch things and people just looking at it with their phone in their hand, waiting just to say the first thing yeah, out there. Yeah, coming in mind. Yeah, because you're not paying attention. You see how she just broke it down? You see how yeah. they just broke it down? <laughs> like, like, I mean, this is real shit. But all in all, he still was wilding though. Oh, no, he, he was yeah, wilding. He was wild. Allegedly. He was Wow. All right, so you if, know if he did, it's just it was nah, just. You, I was like, yo, I ain't no legend. He was wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else been wilding though? First of all, I love him to death. In my head, he's oh. my little cousin. You can't tell me shit about this nigga. 
My man's the baby is popping off <laughs> on everybody. And everything. I fucks with the baby. Let's not get it twisted. I love me some the baby. I love him. All right. I love me some him too. I almost want to bring back. Please say the baby just for him. But no, my thing is, I I love how he's like so real about his shit. I love how he's like I know I'm the star, but he wants to protect his family at all costs. So he's being silly. I he gave a I don't know if it's true or not, but he gave a reasoning for as to why he shoved. The um hotel worker, I, and it was to protect his daughter. Hey, I completely agree with you. I thousand percent agree with you. But he's not Aaron Hernandez. He is very intelligent. He has great decision making skills. Okay. He knows better. Yeah. And I think he got too much security. Knows better. Right. He, he and he got security. What you very, paying him for? I think for? he's very intelligent. I mean, yeah, I think, I think he's he smarter than so intelligent. Yeah. So you absolutely that. know better. You have a team of people yeah. around you. You should never be anywhere doing that. That's true. You know what it is? Napoleon complex. Right. He is a smaller individual. <laughs> he's a little shit. He's a little shit. <laughs> and. And you know I what I'm saying? But he's, a, a, he's a little real shit. I take a picture now. But she's aggressive. But you know what I mean? She is aggressive. Hey, don't you agree? You're not a man, though. You you may be a little true? shit, but you're not a man. Oh, so you agree with him that I'm a little shit? Okay. No, I'm just saying you All are. Right. I mean, like this went left. You may not be able to like to be out of a booster seat, but what I'm saying, <laughs> you see, what you asking? You can't <laughs> But all I'm saying is, like, I feel like he has, um, he has... The people. Napoleon complex, you right. No, make, but he has, he has security. Like, he, he handle has, your life. He got a team of people right. that is like, leading him in the right easy, path. Like, literally, it's enough now. Like, you have, come on. Like, I could understand, like, when he was just coming up in North Carolina, and I could understand you, you're amongst the people more, even though you're doing shows and stuff like that, you're still amongst the people more, so there's more opportunity for people to come at you. Right? Like, it, 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 I get that. So, everything that happened earlier on where he had to, quote-unquote, handle his own work, I get it. Right? Yeah, he's not used to it now. But now, like, he hasn't gotten out of that yeah. mode. He's so used to still doing, doing what he has to do. do. He hasn't gotten out of that mode. <clears throat> yeah. He's still moving like that. And you're far beyond that now. You have to realize when you move beyond certain things. He has, yes. hasn't caught up with him yet to realize yeah. that all the money and all the stuff. Yeah. He still feel like he has to still be in the front line. Right. Ready to, ready to go to war. That's true. Because that's what that's he's how, That's what he's built for. That's what he's but built I'm not, for. That's what he's been he, doing. In the beginning, I'm, everybody was like, all right, y'all need to leave the baby alone. Y'all keep fucking with him. Yeah. Yeah, I know he with this shit. When he killed that nigga in Walmart, y'all know he about it. I mean, like, he's protecting himself, so I'm all for That was self-defense. I'm not mad at It was self-defense. I, I, I get it. That man pulled the gun on him in front of his family, either him or him. I get it. And he made the choice. And even every instance that has happened so far, I'm not even going to say, for, for the quote-unquote explanations that he's been given, I'm not even going to say that he's wrong. The mm-hmm. only instance I'm saying that he's wrong is it should not have been you. Yeah, somebody else should have Somebody him. should. You said such insecurity, like, yo, we behind him. I see he making a caption. Go get his phone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You get that's what I'm true. saying? Mm-hmm. You talk to your man. That's what your man's is there for. But you know mm-hmm. what? Not everybody can handle being a celebrity. He has they it. Can't. He can't. He can't. He's still in go mode. He needs some time. He's, he's, yeah. He's he needs a, more. He's a, he's a he needs somebody to talk to him. He needs yeah. somebody to let him know, like, son, this, this shit going to happen. He's a boss in a way 
that's still moving like a soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And in, in some ways, it's admirable. But yeah. for him, for his longevity that sake. That beanie complex. For his longevity sake. Yeah. He needs to chill out and let and let the dudes that's around there chilling. Do their job. Right. Yeah. So now this leads us into our topic. Our topic is sports, drugs, and entertainment. And, you know, we already talked about Aaron Hernandez and, you know, all the things that happened. But we want to talk about drugs and music. There have been a lot of drug-related deaths from forever, though. Like, Penn C died in 2004. Um, DJ Shrew died in 2000. That's all, like, lean and stuff like that. And we just lost Mac Miller and we lost Juice World. Because, you know, due to drugs, Mac Miller OD'd and Juice World OD'd because he was trying to hide the drugs and things like that. So, what, what, when are we going to put a leash on this? Like, drug-related death is going to happen all the time. But it seems like it's, it's the younger generation that's really involved Absolutely, in this right shit. Absolutely, right now. Definitely yeah. right now. This younger generation with the drugs is insane. And it, to me, it's like, we're the big brothers that, that's like... Can't they tell them something? Talk to them. Get them. I don't. I don't understand. Get what's them to chill. I. I don't. I don't ever recall when I was out here running and gunning, listening to any older nigga in the street telling me what to do. Cause they was in the worst um spot than you was, wasn't they? Yeah. And, <laughs> That's true. And, yeah. You know, you listen to anybody telling you to chill and fall back when you get in it and you on the move and you move. Chill on pay the bills. Yeah. You ain't paying. Yeah. You ain't. You ain't paying nobody no mind. It's just thing about. This whole thing is a different culture. Mm-hmm. It's a different Definitely time. different culture. It's a, it's, it's a drug user um, society right now. Yeah. And and the thing about it is um, you, they're using it too much to where... They're trying to function. Right. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. I blame Lil Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Why would we do that? Um, because a lot of these children especially the music that they're making nowadays or whatever the case may be like if you if you talk to them Lil Wayne's the GOAT they're, that's their yeah. greatest of all time that's their Jay-Z that's their Jay-Z right and Lil Wayne has blatantly said what's in my cup is in my cup who are you to ask what's in my cup he's higher than giraffe pussy, pussy he said. And whatever the case may be so if you're idolizing someone that is saying these things and making this thing so cool you're going to innately not even if you not even if you don't think it's cool, you're gonna yeah. think that it's not. It's bad. okay, yeah. Right, you get what I'm saying? Like you can It's start, not frowned upon it. Right. So I feel like this whole generation, this whole line of rappers that does this thing streams directly from him. Just Wayne? Not just Wayne, but Because like I said, like I uh, P- Pimp C. Yeah, but they but these kids don't know Pimp C. But I'm saying this, this But is that's right. Houston. Like like right, that's what I'm saying. Right. Lean is a Houston, Houston thing. thing. So like this, this activist shit everybody talking about. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas really y'all here getting high off course medicine. Right. And now Promethazine. Right. And like even when Drake came from, from, from Wayne and Drake was purple you know, if you mix it right. Writing, yeah. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is is like that to me is, is it may not only have been him, but it's it's one of the he played a good points. part of it. It's yeah. one of the turning points that I can and this see. Is what it's, it's, that's it's when he culture. made it. That's yeah. when he go ahead. And that's what I'm saying about the Big Brother thing. Like mm-hmm. instead of you saying like you know this is not for you and leading them in the right direction, is Wayne saying oh, what's in my cup? Is it's in, in my, my cup? Is none of your business? Right. Like that's where the problem. You know. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing to do. Like because just for example, sorry, like Casanova. 
when he saw 6 9 bugging out. He's like, yo, you are wilding. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, you wilding. You, yeah, but you can't, like, but I'm just saying. But you can't tell these niggas nothing. No, now. but not even that. If I don't know you from the week, you can't tell me anything. Yeah. If I have no relationship with you and I don't know you from anywhere, you can't tell me anything. Exactly. And that's the point. The point is, is that I, when we were coming up, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was, I used to be outside. I yeah. Was outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, so I you and Ryan. I mean, I'm you and um so fresh. Was so saying that right? <laughs> so saying that meaning that like I may not have been running around doing a thing or whatever, but I, I I knew the neighborhood guys and I knew I knew people or whatever the case may be. And so did when you had your OG, your OG didn't say yo you shouldn't be doing that. He'll say here's a better way to do this. Because okay. what you doing doesn't make sense. It's gonna fuck that, up the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, right. they, they like, talk at you. They talk to you. They talk to you. It wasn't yeah. like, young boy, you can't do things because there's kids over there. You have to relax. If you're gonna get him, do you it. Do whatever, it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. do it when it's not at school time. That makes sense. Five fifty two. So it wasn't. It wasn't. Gotcha, it, wasn't gotcha. a, it wasn't a preachy thing. It wasn't a thing. It was like I understand the circumstances that you are in, but how yeah. you're moving right now is not right. Let me help you move better. Yeah, right. you get what I'm saying. But I don't yeah. think there's and enough. I don't think there's any of that. There's none of that right now. But also, that you have to take sense. a look. We have a generation lost to incarceration. Yep. We have a generation lost to drugs. So we have a full generation of men or people that were quote unquote outside that these young men now did not have. There's a whole line. Yeah. Missing. Yeah. There's a whole entire Free line. Free charges, um, three strikes. Strikes, it's a, everything. It's a big generation gap. It was it's a lot of... Such a generation gap. From selling gap. crack. Yes. Selling crack got you 20, then, 30 then, years, and cocaine gets you 20, 30 days. When we were coming up, wow. the music was reflective of what was going out on outside. Now what's going on outside is reflective and of the music. That, and that's that the thing. doesn't make any sense. Ooh, exactly, it, because we from an era where we are the drug dealers. We grew up on the locks. Like, we grew up on not being the customer. We the hustler. We grew up on Jay-Z. We grew not, one 900 hustler is a song. It's a real song. We selling them bricks. We moving the thing. But my thing is, once we did that drug dealer environment thing that we got going on, at the end of the day, if our generation is dealers and we selling them, these kids are children of the users. But, we're in, but also, isn't... Being a dealer is just as detrimental as being a user. Absolutely. But it's detrimental to your community, not to you. Yeah, but... I think and not, I can't think of one drug dealer that overdosed. Right, but I, but I think being detrimental to your community is worse. Yeah. yeah. I think being yeah. detrimental to your right. community is worse. You right. It is. Because you're supposed to build up your community, not Yeah, and you're tearing them down. That's why I'm saying these kids are products of what we did. Mm-hmm. We you said too hard. we said you we selling the drugs we pushing this we we selling weight you sold it to your, you sold it to their mothers but, you but sold it two to, chains but, said his biggest without... regret was selling drugs to his own mother yeah but the drugs that these dudes use who said right? that two chains he sold drugs to his own mom the drugs that we using right that these kids are using what is it they popping pills they popping pills they doing lean they doing molly they not doing the same drugs that we that we were like, selling like, I'm I, saying I we you, first you, off I, I ain't never sold a drug in my life. <laughs> Mommy, if you listening. Wait, our generation, uh, rappers and stuff, our generations did fucking drugs too. And they rapped about it too. Wu-Tang was smoking mad crack. No. <laughs> it was more They were smoking sex. They were smoking, no, no. My, I used to get, what was speed off of cracks and weed. It, you, the combination used to make my eyes bleed. bleed. They were smoking mad crack. He did that by accident. No. <laughs> 
accident. He didn't know that. I, I refuse Woolies, to believe it. all of that. They Woolies, Woolies, all of that stuff. Ray Quala always be rapping about Woolies. They were smoking mad crap. You have, you have an absolute point because... <laughs> There was some of these but things. they wasn't sucking on the glass dick. Yeah. <laughs> All the stuff is in the blood and makes a difference. A they little bit. Dust. It's a little, it's a little bit more respectable. They were smoking dust. They were smoking dust. Beanie was drinking, was sipping scissor. Like, they was coming. They were smoking dust. Yeah. They were. I remember when my cousins, my cousins told me about dust. They said, listen, I know you will smoke, but if you ever do... If they you smell spray paint and that shit look black, that is not that is angel dust. That is not weed. You call me. Right. I was like, why the fuck would I smoke angel dust? Like, listen, That's you never know what these true. niggas put in the blunt. Okay, you gonna be smoking dust. Next thing you know, you gonna be stripping outside. Right. I can't have your mother put my ass for nothing. No, like that I've shit's a real thing. Yeah, I, but again, I had someone tell me. I had someone but tell you know, me, my cousins, cousins, my mm-hmm. older cousins told me, this is what you not going to do. Right. Shout out to your older cousins for Shout looking out to them. Me. Shout out to twin, B. So, I'm just saying, we got, like, <laughs> and also, also, another thing, and, like, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, because it gets on my nerves, and it may not have nothing to do with anything, but we're talking about a generational thing here, mm-hmm. and the older generations, the 30, the 35 to the 38s, get your ass out the club and stop competing with these young kids. You Son. need to be, you need to be, it's Child, too much Get a family. Right. It's too much competition. I need y'all to get a family. OGs. You're not trying to OG these younger kids because you're in competition with them, but they need OGs. Yeah, they need well, somebody. Not, well, these dudes that's out here that's still running and ripping is, they're not OGs because they still want to be the little young. They still want to be the little bro. They want to be the whippersnappers. Right, so, and you're not. You old. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you, you can't you can't blame the dudes that's out here that's still ripping and running. That's like, oh, I'm the big homie when they still want to be the little homie. Yeah. They need to. Grow. No, I hate it. I hate they a big homie grow. ass nigga, and that nigga <laughs> 27. Yo, they be like, yo, big homie, like he is 27 and a half. He was born when Clinton was in office, and you call this man the big homie. I hate that shit. But no, because to me, I feel like nobody's era is better. Like like we just discussed. The drug dealer fucked up the community. But I almost feel like these kids is looking for an escape. And it's like they not, it's not recreational use. It's yeah. routine. Yeah. Like they not, even with us. When niggas smoked, of course, niggas smoked every day just to like deal with whatever shit they was going through. And woolies and sets and all kinds of things. I didn't know what they were in 1994 because I was all of seven. So it was like, no, I was like eight, nine years old. But it's like when you are smoking, your, when you using your grandmother's prescription pills, first off, you're killing both of y'all because grandma needs her high blood pressure medicine. <laughs> so why the fuck would you take a pill that and grandma needs- like, wait a minute, um, my pressure at 172 over 107. Seven. What the fuck is happening here? You Jesus getting hot. Or you going her little pill. But why would you died. kill you and grandma? Grandma ain't do shit to you. So like, it's the mix of pills that, that, that bothers I me. I think there's also another thing going on where these younger generation, especially the Gen Zs, which is like the 18-year-olds, yeah. the really young ones, they're very much in tune with their feelings. We've raised them and in a good way to really understand that you don't have to be this tough guy, machismo, whatever. You can't be in tune with your feelings. But now you're teaching these kids that you can't be in touch with all these feelings. You can express those feelings, but we don't tell you what to do with them. Yeah. We don't tell you how to. We don't tell you how to. Yeah, yeah. We don't tell you. We don't tell you how to deal with them. And so now we're saying, 
you have all these feelings, all these feelings let them out, okay, and let them out, and then you let them out, and we're like, okay, okay what you want us to do up? with that information? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, and they're like, feelings. you know what? Let me go drink some shit because I've opened up this box that no one knows how to close, and now I'm gonna drink some shit. I'm gonna go drink some shit and maybe stop feeling this. I'm yeah. gonna smoke some shit to me. I'm gonna take a pill that's gonna make me stop. I'm gonna take a value. I'm gonna take a Zan. I'm gonna take a that's whatever. That's the thing. Nobody to wants me to feel anymore. These things. Nobody wants to feel anymore. So I mean, we. If we're going to say to them, open up and it's okay, and it's we have to we. Somebody gotta be receptive, right? <laughs> somebody gotta be there. Somebody, somebody gotta be there. We gotta know. What somebody we're gotta doing. know what to say to them after they pour out their heart like that. This kid's like, oh, oh, he, oh, you got feelings, feelings, right? right. <laughs> like, like, so that's just saying, how you doing? Well, the red dude, and you like, oh shit, yo, <laughs> you ever ask somebody how they doing, and they be like, not good, this that, that, you like, oh, oh shit, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's oh crazy. wow! Yeah, that's crazy. That's and up. you don't even know what the fuck to do with all that information. You just know they was going to say fine. You just knew they was going to say fine. I'm typing nigga, you ask me how I'm doing. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just playing this shit by ear. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I would be like, oh, oh okay. Like, and that's the problem. We we got to know what to do. All right. So when I was like, I was listening to the radio for some odd reason, and they had this commercial about. Somebody say, oh, my kid's on heroin, and I don't know what to say to them. And they was like, oh. And that was it. <laughs> they was like, they were like, so the whole, the whole point. Like, find this shit at? The whole point of the commercial was like, like, and then it was like a couple commercials. The child was like, mom, I've been using heroin because I don't know how to deal with this. And the mother's like, okay. And that was it. And it's like, you know, your kid has to talk. Like, they right. have to know that not only that they can come to you, mm-hmm. but that you have something for them. Right. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, people don't know what to do. Like, you can, you, we sit there and tell you, be real, say what you got to mm-hmm. feel. And then when people say, you're like, oh, well, no. that's what's happening. You want some tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, good, I'm good to drink offer some, some tea. tea. Yeah, drink just, some tea. You feel better. No, drink some tea. Or, or, or lay down, and when you wake up, all your problems gonna be gone. Like it's shit like that. That's all we got. That's all we got. And it's like we gotta do more than that. We can't tell everybody. We can't be pulling Charlemagne's talking about some hey, talk about your things, and let's get therapeutic about what's going on in life. And then when they tell you what the fuck is wrong, it's like oh, because we ain't qualified for it. So we not qualified. We ain't qualified for it. And not healthcare plan. When you want to talk about it, you can be like yo, let's roll up a blunt and talk about it. Then right, and then you get high, and then you're high. Right, and then the blunt, <laughs> after a while the blunt ain't dumbing it down, so we like so, now 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 everything's so stronger. <laughs> so like, so you still got them zannies, right? Or nah? right. Like it's like yeah. the things that we trying to talk about is like ridiculous, and it's it. I don't understand why we. I, I feel like I understand it. I get why they do the drugs so much, but I feel like I also I don't, I don't want to say that they're soft. I don't want to say that either. But I feel like I know a lot of us coming up, we were born, everybody in here was born in the 80s, all right? 80s, and and Brooklyn, early Brooklyn, pre-gentrification, early Bronx, because they trying to come over here too, where the whole fucking borough was burnt down because of crack. Mm -hmm. And we dealt with a lot of shit internally, externally, and we really came out a little stronger. But I kind of feel like these kids... Don't have that same resilience. I feel like that's why they turn to those type of drugs that make you forget 
and make you realize that, like, you know, life ain't so bad while I'm hot. But it's a combination of what you said, though. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of being in touch with your feelings, letting your feelings out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And the people that's supposed to be there to, 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 to be receptive of the feelings is not there. Then you go to your peers. Yeah. And, if and they peers, don't never know shit. And no. they, but you, but they if, your peers, you. if, your, peers, if your peers happen to be into the things that you might not be into, they could probably lead you down that path, right? Yep, that's true. And they'd be like, hey, you know, let's try this or try that. Now, getting to the music, when these dudes is making music and mm-hmm. making good music or whatever the case may be, right? They're in that culture yeah. mm-hmm. of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I've right. been in studios before. I've been, you know... Yeah. In, in recorded studios, and you know the main cocktail was weed and liquor. That's true. For for that, that's like the standard. Because they get to create the standard. That's like no, the it's standard. true. It gets to create the standard. You know, that, that's that's, and, that's and, that, and weed and liquor goes that's way the back into the nineteen into, yeah. into the early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds with, right. with, with all that music. Prohibition and they was on the harps and shit, just high as fuck. Mad Cadillac record shit, all that, all that stuff, being on the chilling circuit and all that. But now you get to this, it's like. Well, this is what we're doing. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they like it, but they do it excessively. Like, you're doing But they do it to dull the pain. You drink pain. Lean and you're taking pills. That's bad on the kidneys. Right? Yeah, it is. Like, like I know what I'm saying. seizures that yeah. they, they've been having. Yeah. Yeah, like, like what's his name? Um, um, Greedo Santana, Fredo Santana from Chicago. And even, I think today's the five-year anniversary of ASAP Yen's overdose. Yeah. Like, right now. ASAP Yen's OD. You live in a fast Damn. lifestyle. And you popping pills and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff, and you're not stopping because I take pills. Like you get sick with the flu, I'm a Nyquil and Tylenol type person. I am not. You're not supposed to mix mm-hmm. most of those when you're sick because mm-hmm. it's bad on your kidneys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. That's sometimes you shit. feel it. I be I'm, broken I be, too. I be, I, yeah. I'm like you. I be Dayquil and, and Tylenol and, and you feel, yeah. And sometimes if you're taking that, you're like, I'm still not getting better. You feel it. You feel something funny with your liver. Yeah, and that's just on a small scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just imagine if these people's doing this night in and night out in the studio for hours or doing shows on the yeah. road. Tired. Tired. Going through life. All through life and trials and tribulations and stuff like that. It's going to lead to that. Yeah. So th- then how can we prevent this? Because at the end of the day, these, these are these are <clears throat> kids that are like less than 30. You know what I'm saying? They're not making it to adulthood, adulthood. Yeah, I want to say what D said about getting the OGs to just... They got to stop trying to compete with Stop kids. trying to compete and Just talk to them. Like she said, not tell them what to do, not talk at them. But Show them, though. Yeah, Show them. Like, because like, you, at the end of the day, you can't tell someone to stop doing what you're doing. Like, yeah. stop completely doing what you're doing. But, like, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I understand that you have to do this, but this is a better way to do something. Exactly. And then eventually... When, when you learn better, you do better. And after a while, people start to get it and they start to do better. When, when you, you know, know better, better, you do better. Absolutely. If you knew better, you do right. better. And there's no moderation factor. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like, if, yeah they don't know how to do shit in moderation. It's, like, it's, it's either all or nothing. Go. Yeah. You know, it's not like, I'm just going to fuck with this today. That's that. <laughs> yeah. you know, you it's not, oh, I'm going to take a Zanny. I'm going to take an Adderall. And, I'm going to go stick with some lean. Yep. Let me say yeah. something. When my son was younger, I used to tell him, I was like, if you smoke dick, you're going to end up sucking dick. What? <laughs> so if you smoke oh, weed, oh, you weed those circumstances. He was like, Ma, what the fuck? Uh, and I said, he said, what? He said, wait. That's he said, first said, that fucked me up. He said, what? Because I'm trying to scare him. Like, literally trying to scare him. We gonna and make you right. suck dick. <laughs> no, but I was just like, you. I said, you gotta end up with weed. Why would you say that to my baby? 
Because it was like, you're going to end up smoking weed is the gateway drug. Then you want to gonna do something stronger. That commercial gonna... said, yo, it opens up the floodgate. Right. And then they can start doing cocaine. Right. I was like, whoa. And then cocaine is not strong enough. And then you smoke a crack. And what happens when you smoke crack? Yes. Suck so your dick. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to for what you do if you smoke weed. You want to for one train to the next. Dick. The end result is you're going to be sucking dick. If, if my mother would have told me that, I would have never smoked <laughs> I know her son. I've seen her son. That nigga could roll up. That's good. It did not work. It but, did not work. But but what it did do? But what did he? What it did do is that he understands that it doesn't progress more. Like he, I've I've mostly witnessed this with his with his friends, and I've heard like little conversations. Like he looked at his like, boy, you wild. What do I do? Smoke weed. <laughs> That's it. That's I it. do all that extra shit. I do all that extra. You better shit. keep naming pills to yourself. <laughs> right. Like so, even though he's still in a little weed. It still was like he still has like that's the cap. He understands yeah. like he's not like, gonna do more. He's not gonna try more. He's not gonna do more. He'll literally like, boy, you wow. Like you know what I mean? He doesn't you know, even drink. That's like, what nothing, I'm saying. Nothing. Like it's just like he doesn't even drink. Like, like he doesn't even like alcohol. So. I feel like I feel like you know recreational use is something that everybody does. I, I I remember one summer they were trying to make me a weed smoker for the longest and it did not work. I was not fucking with it. It, my lung capacity just wasn't built for it. They tried. They tried to make it a smokehouse in, in, in Kiki's car, actually. They tried their hardest one summer. It was not was working physical. for me. And every time I kept smoking, I said, I am not high. And they kept telling me I wasn't. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not. I had an edible. I knew what high I was from that point <laughs> And all she does is slap. That's it. That's all I do is laugh. I laugh uncontrollably for that's 47 time, right? fucking minutes without and, and it. Hey, where did it happen? This is bad parenting, you know, because it's it seems terrible like it parenting. That, that edible happened in my house as well. It's yeah, that edible happened in her yes. house. It was, it was one gummy bear and it opened up everything. And who gave you the gummy everything. bear? Sitting to the I left th- of you. Was it you? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's you. It. It I'm into that shit. I'm into it. Guilty. Oh, <laughs> Yo, and this is friends. I've known him for 11 years. You got me fucked But up. I won't put you in a position that wouldn't make... I wouldn't let you go down that road. Nah, nah, I'm you wouldn't. Nah, I'll give you that. Yeah, you. that's right. Like, if I'm going to go with you, I'm holding your hand the whole way. Like, if you... Yeah, exactly. We if you're going to get high, you did yours. Yeah. And that brings up to a little story with me, right? Um, so snacks, right? Mm-hmm. My bro, shout had, out to snacks. Shout out to snacks. Uh, he brought he brought me back some mushrooms from Amsterdam. Oh, child. And uh, we gonna get we got another story I about that, but keep going. They it happened. I mean, he, you know, that's neither here nor there. It happened. Let this story go. No, it happened. That's neither here nor there. How okay. we got here, but, but it's here and it's okay. gone, and that's that. Okay. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, um, I had it for a couple of weeks. And she had an expiration date on it, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. Like the Quaaludes and um, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, because it has to be fresh. It has to be fresh. It's, it's like okay. Food. Yeah. It's, it's literally, I mean, it's a mushroom. It's yeah. basically fungus. You yeah, know what I'm saying? that's true. That's what mushrooms are. And um, so I'm like, all right, I don't really know what I'm going to do with this shit. So yeah. I'm getting my cousin. And my cousin, he, my cousin from Long Island, he fucks with this shit. Yeah, that's the shit. Yeah, he fucks with it. He's like, yo, cuz, come downtown. Don't be my shorty. Down here in Soho. No east side, we're gonna link up, we're gonna we're gonna take these mushrooms, we're gonna drink, we're gonna have a good time. I promise you, you ain't gonna trip out. Cause I always heard about like you gotta be around the right people. Yeah, you're gonna be in the trip. You always gotta be around the right people because you're gonna have a bad trip. Uh-huh. Long story short, we over here at this bar having some drinks, then we take them joints. The next thing you know, like an hour later, like from from like one o'clock in the morning to to like seven, I was laughing. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, like walking around the streets of Soho, Lower East Side, to the Meatpacking District, up. down to Washington Square, walking back and forth, <laughs> east and west, laughing my ass off, seeing shit. Seeing, he said, seeing, 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 seeing shit. Laughing the whole fucking night. You know, mm-hmm. then I took an Uber back uptown and, you know, that was that. But, like, that was one That was one time and that was, like, probably one time only. And I don't think I'll probably do it again. Just like Molly. I took Molly before. I tried it. I you think know. we all took it together. Yeah, we all took we it together. We all took well, it actually, together. Actually, yeah, I can't even say I tried That was two times. That was two times. Okay. <laughs> you know, but I haven't done it since. The fact that it matters is just, like, not everything's ain't for everybody. Yeah. Like, that ain't, that ain't just my thing. Like, that's, like, once in the blue... You know, maybe a celebration after a big win. And you drove us home. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly. That's why I'm saying. I'm not here. Like, it's not for the judgment. Because, like, when we had the Mollies, I knew it wasn't meant for me. Because it was for, actually, Kiki's 30th. Jesus Christ. It, it, a I, lot I, happened I, for your 30th. 30th because you, yeah. <laughs> it was her 30th. And on Kiki's 30th, we all went to Lust. R.I.P. that club. And when we was at Lust... Niggas had Molly, and I'm usually not the person for like you know peer pressure, but <coughs> all my friends was doing it, so I said fuck it. And it was like the what we had like the little shaky Molly, like it was just like powder, mm-hmm. putting everybody drink right. We taking shots. Happy birthday! I took a shot. Five minutes later, I was like something right, <laughs> and um, which was Sati was like fuck you good. I said nope. I threw up right there in the middle of the strip club. The I stripper. said, God, strippers I heard you. Her. Strippers. Got you, God. Her. Never going to try no shit like this ever again. I was like, I get it, God. You right. You right. I was fucking up. Like, because I knew good and well. I got no business taking Molly. I got a heart condition. I'm over here doing what everybody else doing. I threw that shit up ASAP. No Rocky. Okay. And I was like, God, I heard you. I'm never going to try nothing hard like that ever again. Pause. You went. Like, that was the that was the eye opener that I needed. All I had to do was throw it up. Because I think I was like, bitch, I don't think you understood. Yeah. You can't be having shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. You ain't never got to worry about me. I don't smoke. I can't even. And she's Jamaican. That's that's odd. Yeah, very odd. The smell. Anything. No, but it's first of all, Jamaican shit is a stereotype. Don't stereotype. Nigga, y'all got the best weed. If I go, if I go to Jamaica, I'm smoking. I'm telling. If I go to Colombia, I'm doing coke. So, so Fox is surrounded by three giant fans slash Jamaicans. I'm surrounded by one demographic. Like up until recently, weed was literally. Illegal in Jamaica. Like, we're not. In Jamaica, illegal. y'all had the best shit in the I world. No, because we're criminals. But it was definitely illegal. <laughs> but you can say you're criminals. <laughs> but it was illegal. I'm really <laughs> overrun by Jamaicans right now. I just want y'all to know. I love Jamaicans. You know, I can't talk this is my us. favorite. Right. I'm overrun by them. This yeah, little American, this little American right. geeky from the Bronx has a bunch of Jamaican friends. Well, once you uptown Bronx, man, you know that's all it is. I'm not uptown Bronx. Well, that's I'm the South real Bronx. Uptown. I'm South Bronx. Okay. I'm actually a northerner Bronx. If you don't shut up. What is that? What is that? So phony. No, like, no, no. If you want, like, where you at right closer. now? Where you right now? Oh, 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 we're not gonna talk about where I'm at right now. I'm talking about where I grew up and where I came from. Where was that? Talk about this. 
I'm from, you know, Mashula Parkway, close to Riverdale. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's like, that's like, she in the South Bronx now, people. And we like, that's like beyond the wall. Yeah, you beyond the wall. You're definitely beyond the wall with the white. Oh, so that's bougie bougie. No, no, he's he's little Flatbush, and where he from is the same place. Yeah, you know, know. that's exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm like that's exactly where he is. Because that's if you say that the the Bronx version of Flatbush, Gun Hill. Yep, that's exactly. I'm bougie. Where I'm bougie. Of course, yeah, she's bougie time. But honestly, like I feel like we need to, like y'all said, the OGs need to do more. The OGs need to say more. But again. I'm not going to put it on the OGs. I feel like these children need to be more receptive. Yeah. Because they are children. These kids are barely out of 24. But they, they need parenting, too. Parents they need definitely to need up. parenting. Parents got to And it's up. like, and I'm saying, like, we ain't making better selling drugs. And, and, and we make it seem like we're better than them. Like, not us, per se. But I've heard a lot of our, like, favorite drug, um, favorite drug dealers, <laughs> favorite rappers say, Oh, we wouldn't talk about using drugs. We're talking about selling it. Like like you said, that's not good for us either. You know what I'm saying? Our community definitely got the short end of that stick. And when it comes to these young people, it's the way they're experimenting that bothers me. Because y'all not experimenting to, like, have fun or function. Y'all experimenting. Y'all OT. Y'all that Like, y'all really out here I, because, But it, comes, it comes with the, invis- um, the invincibility complex that comes with youth, right? Yep. Like, you just think that and you're... And stop it. You're immortal. Yeah, yeah, you're immortal. Nobody thinks... Like, a 19-year-old does not think about death. Like, yeah, that's not their thing at, at all. all. And they could be doing the most dangerous shit in the world. They're not thinking about Yeah, they, they think they're going to live forever. They're going to live forever. Or that, that's not me. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. so... It's just like... I don't know what the solution is, but I think that we just really, honestly, we need to take a more active role in speaking with the children and not to them and not at them. And they, like, so like for example, like when we were coming up, remember how Al Sharpton and all of them used to talk to us about rap and all this other stuff? Yeah. And we're like, if you don't... Get out of here. Get out of here. If you don't punk this conversation and kick this shit right. across the Parental advisory. I wouldn't say fuck shit and bitch. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's just like we have to take that into consideration. Like we wasn't listening because they didn't understand us. And yeah. we don't understand them. That's so we true. We have to try to understand before we, we gotta go. bridge that gap. Yeah, and that's all that's about. Well, I want to thank you guys for being on the show today. It was a very pleasant conversation. This is like the longest episode <laughs> that we've had, but it was. Thank you guys for like giving us your input and your right. opinions. And on a special note, I want to say rest in peace to a sweet little girl that just passed away this past Friday. And, you know, fly high with the angel, sweetheart. And this was According to Fox. Have a great day.